Hello, welcome to That Geek Pod. I'm Andy, and I'm with my co-host, Catherine. How are you going? I'm not too bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm cruising. I'm cruising. I'm going okay. That's good. How's your weekend been? Started off pretty well, actually. Started with um, a few drinks Friday night at a fabulous bar called Mother's Milk in Paran. Highly recommend. Say hi to Tracy. Oh, that's very good. Uh, I was also at that bar with you and it was a really good night. So yes, yes, yes. definitely check out Mother's Milk on Chapel. So today we are talking about reality TV. What's it all about, Catherine? Yes, this is one is mainly because of me and I'm not, I don't watch all reality TV, but I definitely watch a, a fair amount of it. Um, the first reality show that I watch is probably the first really huge one um, worldwide, which is Survivor, the American series, which as we speak is just um, finished airing its 36th season. That's right, 36th season. Started in the year 2000. Um, X actually was a spin-off of a Swedish show called Expedition Caruso, um, something like that, based on the idea of Robson Caruso and people being um, shipwrecked. So for those of you out there who have not watched Survivor, but the basic idea was 16 ordinary Americans shipwrecked and in two tribes of eight and eight. Each week they would compete in a challenge. The winner would get immunity. The other would go to tribal council and would vote off a member of that tribe. Why it's lasted for so long is how that, while it sounds like it's a physical type of show and there is a physical element, what has made it last so long and why I love it is the social politics that every year you might think, oh, you know, 36 seasons, how different can it be? Very different. Every year there's always, or every season I should say, there's always different you know, mixes of people, people from different backgrounds coming together, you know, having to form alliances because in the end the prize is $1 million. And to get that million dollars you have to get a jury of people you have voted off to vote to give you that million dollars. Whoa. Has that always been the rule? Yes, it's always the rule. So the two tribes, they compete against each other until at a certain point they merge into one tribe and then it becomes individual. You compete individually for immunity. Then final tribal council, um, there was originally two players. It, the, um, the game has evolved or changed a bit to have now three at final tribal council trying to get the jury to vote for them to win the million dollars. So there's the um, th- the sort of subtitle, the theme of the show is Outwit, Outplay, Outlast. Wow. Yeah. And I hope I got that in the correct order because otherwise... There goes your cred. People are going to come <laughs> after me with pitchforks. But it's 
what's funny is that in that first season, that was when the first alliances happened and the executive producers of the show didn't know that's what would happen. Okay. It was something completely different to what they predicted and they had predicted that the person who would wing would be the person with the most survival experience. No, 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 no. The person who won was this guy from Rhode Island, overweight. His name's Richard Hatch. He, if this, we're talking the year 2000. A gay, you know, middle-class man, middle-ish age, and he formed alliance of four who then voted people off who were outside their alliance. And although there might be players since who you know, might be more strategic, he sort of started what we know as Survivor, the idea of alliances, sub-alliances, and really formed the game. It really is amazing. And and one of the sort of funny things to watch with the evolution of Survivor is that in the year 2000, Richard Hatch was one of the first openly gay people we would have seen on our television screens. Yeah, I think it was even like his win was reported on the news here. Yeah. Well, it was a massive show. The final four, I think, were on the cover of Time magazine. Wow. It was huge. That I don't think now with all our different TV... It's very different now. Things, the finale of Survivor was a social phenomenon in around the world and in America it was, it's massive in terms of ratings. We're talking finale of MASH level of viewership. Wow. And and you know, so Richard Hatch, this you know, was a gay man and he formed a friendship. In fact, his best friend out there was this guy called Rudy, who was a um, former Marine. He would have been in his 60s or even 70s then. Real tough guy. And he, I think one of the famous quotes he said was, oh, yeah, Richard, he's a queer, but I like him, which... By 2018 years ago, ooh, is that quite right? But actually for the time was sort of this this marking point of, wow, okay, this big tough guy who you'd think would be a homophobe was like, no, he... He's all right, this guy. Yeah, yeah. he's all right, this guy. He's seeing Richard for being Richard, not being gay. Yeah. And, in, and over the years, um, Survivor has had... Lots of gay contestants have actually um, had a, a trans contestant as well. And, you know, that's just a part of them having a mix of people on. They want people from every background. But, again, why I love Survivor, I think that you can watch Survivor and learn lessons about life, learn lessons about how to cope in an office, mm. <laughs> learn lessons, you know, how to cope in social situations even. No, it's true. Yeah, because it's 
it's an amazing show and there's a massive massive fan community out there um if you weren't aware of it there's a former contestant called Rob Sestanino, who's actually about my favourite player of all time, he, about 10 years ago would be now, um, started a podcast called Rob Has a Podcast. <laughs> Great name. Yep. Um, and so the community's called RHAP, and it's got this, it's a massive, massive following. And the Reddit um, survivor community is is huge and even back in the early days of survival like on 2000 when you had bulletin boards there were bulletin boards on survivor even then there was online um you know fan fiction of you know pretend series there was survivor games you could play there were blogs started even after that um first season one that has evolved into a podcast that I listen to to this day of Why X Lost. And it really is interesting how he's that, that particular person, based on the first season, nutted it down to seven rules. He's you know, put some you know, appendices in, but basically how you win Survivor, based on seven rules. And, and it's all pretty cool and very cool from a you know psychological and sociological background but yeah but that's you know American Survivor and that's and we have had some seasons in Australia um, we had a season in the early 2000s which did not go too well there was a celebrity that's survivor. right there was yeah yes which we will not speak of. But um, in the last couple of years, Channel 10 has revived it and we have Australian Survivor. Now, the American one goes for 39 days. Australian Survivor went, yeah, we'll up that. Hold our beer. Yeah, hold our beer. 55 days. Whoa, jeez. 24 contestants, 55 days. So... The irony is, is that we've, you know, we've got players voted out on day thirty-seven of Australian Survivor who've only just made the jury. But it has been actually really well received um, overseas. The oh, that's good. American um, fans actually really, really enjoy it because it gets right down to the characters. You get to know the people really well. Yeah, it's been great fun. The one, some of the ones from season two, which was just fantastic, like AK and Henry and Luke. Wow, they would have been gold casting choices even on American Survivor. And if there's ever an international crossover, man, it'll be awesome. So, are those your favourites from from last from season two? Yeah, season one. Nick, shout out to Nick the sh- the snake. Um, he was one of my faves, um, but Kirsty or Christy, I should say, um, was the winner of season one. She's a bit of my spirit animal, you know, un- un- unexpected winner. But that's what you get with fifty-five days. It's a yeah, it's a marathon. She, yeah, that that long. Yeah. But um, you know, people who don't watch Survivor sort of go, "Oh, is is that still long?" It's like, 
yeah, it's still long and you know, there's this massive online community about it. Um, Rob has a podcast, has you know live podcasts once or twice a season and they get massive turnouts and there's you know meet reality um, stars type of things happening in America quite a bit there is um, Australian podcast talking about survivor as well um, brink of reality is one that I uh, listen to and enjoy. Oh. Great deal. So yep. the audience is still out there. The audience is out there and passionate. Mm. And what's great is with Australian Survivor, people have sort of rediscovered Survivor full stop. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And let's face it, what other TV show has been on the air for 18 years and has remained solid in terms of the ratings? I can't think of anything no, that long. Nothing. Like for Australia-based? Australia-based, not American-based, no. Well, don't they have like a 20th season of Big Brother coming up? That's <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that franchise I thought died years ago. Yeah. But apparently that, it's still that's happening. That's a summer replacement. Uh. And as a Survivor fan, no. 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 <laughs> Never. Don't speak those Don't big speak brother those words. words. Yeah. Yes. But I have to admit, I did watch the first couple of seasons of Big Brother here in Australia. Oh, yeah. Yep. I did too as well. What did we have? We had a ceremony. Yep. The, the bum dance. The bu- Yeah, that thing. Oh, uh, was that Shannon? No. Was there a guy called Shannon? No. I'm getting mixed up with my Australian idols. Mm. Uh, there was... Um, a few people came out of the first few seasons and who went on to do some careers like, was it Fitzy? Oh, yeah, Fitzy. Yeah, he um, did the um, – well, yeah, when he was on uh, – actually, I think it was a few years or the next year after he was on, um, he would do the uh, games night yeah. for the – for the housemates that were there mm. of that year. Yeah. It would be him and Bree yep. doing that with Mike Goldman. And uh, now he does a few things for the project. He was on the radio for a few and years. And the radio, um, yeah. Chrissy Swan. Chrissy Swan's great yeah. radio career. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Big Brother definitely hasn't led to a, a lot of big-time careers. Although no. that – is it Tim? From a couple of years ago, here with the curly hair. Oh, yeah, Tim, he went the country on a, boy. Yeah, he went on a, a international version of Big Brother, like the, oh, the Canadian Big Brother. I didn't know that. Yes. I, wow. Oh, I know that. Why do <laughs> you I know, know that? that? Did he go well? I think he. I think he was very well appreciated. Um, I'm not quite sure how he went. I don't yeah. think he won. No. But um, I think he did quite well. Yeah, because. Uh, he met someone in there, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. And then they don't ask me details. There was a few. There was a few housemates that formed relationships, and then maybe a month after they were out, the relationship never yeah. stood because yeah. one of them would be in Melbourne, the other one would be in Sydney or yeah. something. In Survivor, we call those showmances. Showmances. Uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I can't. I don't really get into Big Brother anymore. Well, no. I... Well, I, we know like Channel 9 took over the latest few seasons mm-hmm. a f- 
few years ago. I never watched them. But the, yeah, the classics with uh, with hot dogs and and uh, and and those late night game shows. You know, you ring in to solve the the clue, and you win oh, like you win like dogs. you win like two hundred dollars or something. Like those those are my Friday nights, staying up till two in the morning. Like, well, I, I, there's nothing else on TV. I'm just watching this guy. And people lose. There were so many times where people would prank call and just say the rudest things and then just hang up. It's like, you would have had a chance to win $100. What a waste. But yeah, no. The, and we had the controversy with uh, Milo when he came out with the um, Free the Refugee sign. Yeah. But he dropped an E, so it said Refuge. Yeah. Or Ref. Yeah, and Something. he had the gaffer tape over his yeah. mouth. Yeah, and he wouldn't talk to Gretel, mm. and Gretel just sat there like he, you know, you yeah. got to say something. He's like, didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, I did go to Dreamworld in the early 2000s with my friends, and yes, we did walk through the um, Big Brother house set. Wow. Not when there were housemates in there, but it was creepy that you could walk through the house. Wow, like, is it still there Dreamworld. now? I don't know. Because, like, just have that as a museum. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, no, there was, oh, you know, you had Big Brother up late. I liked how they introduced the game show on the Friday night. That mm. was good fun because it made them all compete Yeah. for this the week shopping of food and stuff. Um, and the amount of times the guys would just kick the footy on the roof and they would have to wait every time. <laughs> or sometimes they wouldn't get the ball back. Mm. Um, but yeah, the the crazy relationships that hooked up, that the that one year with the two twins and the twins kept switching place. Yeah, and then once they unveiled, you know, they were twins. One of the girls that was interested in, well, yeah. she thought one of the brothers. Mm. Once they said, you know, they were twins, she was like, "Wait, which is the guy yeah. I was flirting with?" And even though she, you know. The guy did say, oh, no, it was mainly me. Mm. He was sort of flirting with this other girl. So she yeah. was like, oh, it's, what a jerk. Looking back, that wasn't the, Not the best. Not the best, yeah, no. to trick people. Like, the concept was there. Yeah. But I just thought, like, well, that's a bit of a dick move. Because, mm. like, you know, this girl, you know, this girl's getting feelings. And then you're switching. And then you're like, hey, we're two people. Yeah. Yeah. So, like Survivor was like the first really big one. If you want to get technical, here in Australia, there was one called Sylvania Waters, which had more of a documentary style. Never heard of that. No, that's before your time. Okay. But, um, yeah, Survivor was definitely the first big one. Big, big Brother followed. Um, here in Australia, we had... Pop stars, if anyone else remembers that, which was, of course, the birthplace of Bardo. Yes, Bardo, who had, well, had? At least one single. At least, yeah. They had one single. One decent single, uh, Poison. Yes. Oh, then they had, then they have like a friendship song, like, oh, we're always friends or something. I don't, I don't know. know. But like, yeah, Poison was a big smash hit. Mm. Um, now the second season didn't go that well because no, they changed that, that it. They what, had a boy. They had a, a mix. A of, mixed group. Yeah, a mixed group. Scandalous. Was that their name? That was their name. Wait, what's the Brit? The Brit group. It was no, Scandal that, Us. 
Ah. Oh, yeah. that was their song, Scandalous, is, yep. wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, God. I, you're asking me to do research into things. I'm not going to. Uh, but anyway, so yes, they were called Scandalous and they mixed the group up and yep. I don't think they lasted a whole year no. compared to Bardo. Bardo actually did pretty well um, and let's face it, spun off the careers of Sophie Monk, who oh, in the, Bachelorette. the recent couple of years has done very well for herself. Yes, in America and acting and uh, radio in Sydney. Mm. And yes, still going strong with reality shows as we speak. Uh, Love Island, isn't it? Yeah, Something she's like hosting that. that. Hosting, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy her when she was in um, The Bachelorette, though, because... I have to admit, the, the clips I, really I saw did, of her... I did want her to hilarious. find some. Yeah. And she's just... I like her, like, she'll just call it how it is. Yeah. Like, she's very... And she'll say she's a bogan, so... Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Um, shows like that, which also led to um, Australian Idol. Yeah. First season, Guy Sebastian... Shannon Knoll, the the Titans. (laughs) You know, Guy Sebastian is still out there putting out hit singles. Yeah, and and working on reality shows and and all that. He was on, he's on reality shows? Yeah, The Voice, I think. Oh, Yeah, he's one of the judges. Really? Okay. I don't watch The Voice. Catherine's just found out some new information. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It, before th- we started recording, we were having, you know, just general chat and I was just astounding Andy with my obscure knowledge <laughs> of things that I should not know. And I also think he also switched as well to Australia's Got Talent. So he's done, I think yes, he's done I both. Think, I think, I yeah, that, I think I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Shannon Noll was um, in the jungle earlier this year. That's right. Now, what was that show? I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. That's right. Mm, which I did watch bits of this year because I had comedian Fiona O'Loughlin. Yes, who, who, won. who won, yes. Who won. Yes. It's down between her and Shannon, actually. So oh, he lost again. <laughs> came second again. Uh, well, he does uh, quite a few pub gigs now, doesn't he, I think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, th- he's more of a family man anyway. Yeah, I think he's he has managed to to keep a career up, which is yeah. which is always nice to, to yeah. hear. Um but I had to watch a bit of I'm a celebrity yet this year because of Fiona, but also they had um Jackie Gillies who is a real housewife of Melbourne. Ah, oh, she's fantastic. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Very funny. And they had, you know, a number of other people. But yes, um, so I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here is, of course, a British spin-off of a British version. The British version films here in Australia. That's right. In Queensland. Mm. We filming Africa. Why we take that money over there, I don't know. When we've got perfectly good rainforest here. Anyway, so, so thinking... Now, you, you, brought, you brought up uh, Real Housewives. Tell us yep. about that. Well... Yeah, you know, I'm aware of all the other series, but I've got into. Can you name them all? There are too many. <laughs> there are so but many. Let me see, and then go and hiding shame. Real Housewives of 
the OC, which I think was the first, yep. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, yep. Real Housewives of New York, Real Housewives of Miami, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I think there's a Real Housewives of Toronto. Or yeah, Canada in, would in have Canada. their own. Yeah. There's a Real Housewives of Sydney. There's a Real Housewives of Auckland. What? Um, Auckland? Yep. Well, <laughs> New Zealand. Yep. And Real Housewives of Melbourne. Uh, Even I'm trying to think if I've heard. No, is there Real think... Housewives of not New Jersey? No, because Vegas. No. 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 No, I think you got them. Yep. Good job. Yep. Really? <laughs> is really? it really is a, good, a job? good job? Really? <laughs> but tell us about the Melbourne one. Well, being obviously set in Melbourne, I was like, "Ooh, I'm from Melbourne. I'll watch that." So. <laughs> Which is, it's kind of funny to see these Melbourne housewives turning up in places I know, like Chadston or other random places. So there's Jackie Gillies, who we've mentioned, who's a psychic and married to Ben Gillies, who was in Silverchair. And everyone's, I don't know, favourite, but the most iconic Melbourne housewives is, of course, Gina. You know her? You know her. If you see her, you know her. Hair, very bouffant. Fake tan, nails, very glittery dresses. But yeah, a barrister. Very accomplished legal mind. Interesting. Yes. Um, actually from the um, sister of Bettina Liano, the fashion designer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And... There was Chica, is, who is everyone's favourite, I think, in terms of you can tell she's sitting there actually having a giggle at everything that's happening around her. <laughs> so the last season she wasn't an active housewife, but they still got her on for an episode where they went and visited Chica at her house. And she was just loving all the gossip and everything being thrown around. She was loving it. <laughs> but um, it's, it is good fun. It's trash. And I'm not going to admit there's anything other than trash. But it's happy trash. Oh, it's, it's, it's so happy trash. <laughs> and, but, yeah, it, it's, it's great fun. I enjoy watching it from that Melbourne perspective. And, but I have to stop myself. I'm not going to get sucked into any other... Real Housewives mm, mm. series. I'm, I'm a bit. I can't believe I could name them all anyway. But no, you did good. There's, <laughs> there's so many spin-offs that. Oh, I, I bet won't they get, would be. There's probably soon to be spin-offs of the spin-offs. Yeah, there are. There are. Okay, uh, I was just saying that, but that's. I guess yeah. that's interesting to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's. Possibly the trashiest one that I watched. So is that like Survivor and The Real Housewives of Melbourne? Are those your recent shows you're watching? Yeah. Well, there's The Block, which oh, yes. which is, I think there's a New Zealand version, but this is really only an Australian version and such an Australian concept in that the competition is around renovating apartments or houses, whichever they have that season. Mm. Such an Australian thing where 
all real estate mad. It's all, yeah. Yeah. So I started watching that back when it first started in the early 2000s with Jamie Drury as the host. Ah, uh, yes. Um, they had what's it, two or three seasons then. Then they had a, about a seven-year gap. And um, then Scotty Cam, Australia's favourite carpenter, came on as host. Ah. And they moved um, to Melbourne and they've been, apart from one, they've done all their um, seasons in Melbourne ever since, renovating uh, houses and they've done a lot of apartments, actually. Oh, awesome. Yes, I'm addicted to renovation shows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that one, they don't get voted out. They week by week have to reveal a room. So they've renovated and decorated a room and they get judged on that. Okay. Yes. Yes. And um, so there are dramas in terms of, oh, you know, you stole my tradie. Oh, they're working after hours. Yes, it's all very dramatic. Oh, and and then, budget stuff as well. Oh, like, we've gone so, over budget. We've got so no money. So much budget stuff. So much budget stuff. Yeah. And then I I always laugh at the um, OH&S ah. issues as well oh, that, that come up. Yeah. There's always issues with people doing that and the um, foreman, Keith, you know, ripping right into them, and into them for stuffing up. Oh, no. Now – each year, you know, my parents also watch a bit of it. So my dad always has an excuse. We'll, we'll do a drive-by, all of their, you know, uh, all yes. of their places that mm. they've renovated. So a few years ago, I, I had to have a little thing done on my shoulder. And on the way home, um, dad took us this different route, which I didn't think anything of because my dad always drives different ways everywhere. But he stopped by a Mitre 10, which if you've never watched the block, Mitre 10, they're the, the main sponsors of the block being a hardware shop. Not Bunnings. Not Bunnings. No, no. Mitre 10, mighty good. Oh, mighty helpful, Mitre 10. <laughs> uh, I'll just slide this uh, piece of money, dollar bills, straight to you for you. That's sponsor Cha-ching. call. <laughs> um, because there were contestants from the block there ah. um, doing autographs and there was actually um, repeat contestants and a couple of my favourites, Brad and Dale. So I have a Mitre 10 soccer ball with Brad and Dale signatures ah, on Ah, yeah. I think we mentioned that a few episodes mm. back. Um, yes. Wow, yeah. They got the signatures and everything. Yep. yep. And yes. like I said, I don't get the theme of a soccer ball being it, but... Hey, it's merch. It got signatures on it, yep. so yep. it's merch. Yeah. So that was. <laughs> but yeah, so I haven't been to an, one of the block open days or open for inspections because they look insane. Mm. So this is where they open up the. Um, where they've been renovating to the public so the public can come in and have a look at everything. But, yeah, I've, I do watch the block every year, every episode. So I know all the regular people who bid on 
properties at the block, including Dave Hughes, whose head has popped up a few times and did buy one last year. Oh, there you go. Yep. Well, yeah. Um, But going back, so, you know, there's sort of, I guess, you know, most of my reality shows that I've tended to like have been reality competition type yeah shows. very hands-on people are doing things yes yeah. well, yeah can you call modeling hands-on uh yeah because they're putting on outfits yes yes we'll we'll take that tenuous link <laughs> and and anyone else out there also watch next top model <laughs> yes yeah, so i was in very much into America's Next Top Model. From the start? From the start. Okay. Yes. And it had classic moments, classic moments. Um, I was showing Andy a, a clip before the show of some of my favourite moments, including, for those of you out there who might know, the bitch pour beer on my weave moment. <laughs> Which is classic. It's oh. pretty insane. Yeah. So Tyra Banks hosted that one um, and it really helped her launch her career after her modelling was over. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, of course, spawned versions all around the world. Um, in Germany, Heidi Klum hosts that version that's right here in australia we've had a number of different hosts um was megan gale one no jennifer hawkins yes jennifer hawkins is the current the current one um one before jennifer hawkins was um because they're the only two i know oh wait megan there was erica I can't say her yeah, last name. Erica, yep, I think yep. I know the one. Um, there was, oh, what's her name? Married to a Packer, not a Packer, a Murdoch. Oh. Former. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, but she got to a bit of world infamy when on the live finale, the wrong name was read to her. That's right. Yeah. 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 I remember that. So. Australian Next Top Model is um, great fun because they do have girls coming in at the age of 16. They lowered the age because this is the, the thing with America's Next Top Model, with having the lower age of being 18. Realistically, for models, you have to be in it before 18. This is yeah to really have a career. So them starting at 16 in Australia – and they definitely are trying to go for, you know, they're not pretending they're going to change the world. They're going for trying to have people who are going to be fashion models. Yeah. And, yeah, so in that sense, they're a little more realistic. Um, and But they have had a girl, um, Alice, who was on the cover of Vogue Australia. Um, she modelled – for Burberry, like she walked Paris. Oh, big like, brands. Yeah, like big brands, big time shows. Like uh-huh. she she really did very, very well. But, yeah, I've 
That's all right. You've uh, you watch a like we mentioned before, Big Brother, uh, Australian Idol, and such. Oh, and pop stars. Oh, and Bachelor as well. Bachelor and Bachelorette. Um, That's one guilty pleasure I do not have. So. No, no, I've I'm more recent to the whole reality um, with Bachelor and Bachelorette due to my partner because. Uh, That's her, right. Her and her friends very because much of enjoy your partner. watching it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Catherine's That's given me a certain all look say. and That's a what wink. They all say. <laughs> no, it's true. So yeah, um, I hope you've enjoyed our chat of reality shows. Um, you can let us know um, of what shows you watch, or if you want to recommend any current shows you want us to look at, or if you just want to send me clips of um, really cool freakouts on Next Top Model or other funny things like that, yeah, appreciate it. Yep, send send them to us. We're all rooting for you. <laughs> if you know what that clip is. You're my friend. All right. She's very deep into this. Um, um, you can follow us on Twitter at That Geek Pod. You can follow Andy at That Geek Andy. You can follow me at Catherine underscore Neen. And so if you want to talk about um, reality TV or anything else random that you've geeked out on, send us an email on thatgeekpod at gmail.com. Um, we've got some ideas of some topics we'll be talking about in the next few weeks. That's right, yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible will be coming up. Yep, the new one. And and talking about the older ones, one to five. Um, yeah, the whole series. That. So, yeah, let us, let us know of your thoughts on that. And we'll have a bit of a, a retrospective also on Westworld coming up. Yes, so the second season's just finished. So we've got some thoughts. Let us know of yours. That Geek Pod will return. <laughs>